Welcome to a special Flam and Flange episode this evening where we are introducing uh, the release of the first various artists on Dog With The Bone Records. And uh, joining me and Luke this evening is uh, Joe and Bert from Rosebud and John from Pink Drone, uh, who have tracks, all have tracks, including Luke. Luke's got a track on there as well. Uh, on and you. And me on this new EP. So, yeah, we thought we'd just, uh, you know, uh, talk about it and, uh, yeah, just sort of have a bit of a circle a jerk with the whole thing. A bit of four-way action. A bit of four-way oh. action, yeah. yeah. Big enough. This is where my silk sheets are going to come into play. Yeah, yeah. You need them to mop up. <laughs> a operative word. Image. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to start off uh, chatting about uh, the first uh, track on Dog With The Bone Records from John Rose, a.k.a. Pink Drone. Uh, so he's put together a track for us called ISO. Is that the right pronunciation? Yes. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, tell us about the track, dude. Well, it's from the new... Pink Drone album, which will be, which has come together pretty quick. And it's called Modernism. And it's 11 tracks. And ISO was the first one I recorded. So, yeah, it'll probably be coming out late in May. Great. Uh -huh. so, nice, man. So it is actually going to be on your album? Yeah, it's going to be on my album. Um, and I've just finished the cover art today. So... Yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all good to go, more or less. Wicked. So, um, nice. Yeah. Did you only just released the other one? Not How long ago was that? Like a month ago or something? That came out, no, that came actually came out at the end of November. But it was a was slow it that burner. long ago? Yeah, it was a slow burner. You guys probably didn't pick it up straight away. You probably, you know, <laughs> caught on a bit uh, late. Yeah, late, so, late party. <laughs> yeah, well, and and my mate um, Gideon, Gideon Co, the DJ. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Busy mate. Yeah, he, yeah. He I didn't knew, got, I... got to drop him in there. He I didn't think it's taking ten seconds. He picked it up in sort of early January, so mm. uh, yeah. Yeah, you've had a bit of airplay, haven't you? Yeah, I've had. Four, four hits on six music, so that that was cool, and it was a yeah. bit pretty unexpected because, yeah, didn't expect to get on six music. Mm. I expected to get on BBC Hereford and Worcester. Yeah, but, yeah. But I've had enough of them now, anyway. So <laughs> I've had enough of them. Those uh, yeah. The BBC Hereford and Worcester, not Radio Six. They're bloody <laughs> They're bloody what? <laughs> yeah, well. So, uh, so yeah, I've, I've completely bypassed them now. I'm just, I'm just going big time. Yeah, best way. Yeah, just go straight get to in the there, top. Get in there. Straight to the top. <laughs> Fuck everyone else off in between. Yeah. Cool. So ISO was the first. Yeah. ISO was the first track. It's going to be eleven tracks on it. Although I've recorded fourteen. 
and um, yeah, it's probably going to have some a bit of vinyl, maybe lathe cuts about nice. twenty about twenty vinyl albums and mm-hmm. CDs and CDs and downloads. So yeah, it'll be sort of bigger and better this time. Nice. Yeah, we're looking what forward to looking that. Forward to Definitely. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll have let you, you know. Plan, have you got any plans to gig Pink Drone at all, or is it? Yeah, I'd like. I would love to do that. Mm. I don't really want it to sort of stay in my front room. I mm. want to. I want to do some live gigs. I've got a bass player. He's nice. Actually, it's actually my nephew called Stu, and Sound he's been good playing. Good name. Good name. Yeah. He's. He's been playing the bass for about a year, but he's really good. He's really picked it up quick. Oh. And he likes a lot of electronic music. He likes Devo and um, Gary Newman and OMD, Sparks, yeah. that kind of thing. So he's he's a, he's, he's pretty retro. Nice. It's all 80s. And Japan, his new favourite band is Japan. So, oh, yeah. Uh, it's got so a great playing on uh, Mick Khan, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that, that's who he's picked up on. Yeah, yeah. So nice. he's he's in, and then I, I really need another synth player because hmm. I can't do it all on my own. And then drum machine. So yeah, it could, it could happen, but it's obviously you know a work in progress. I'm going to do a video first and we've got Jeanette's working in the Barrett Browning Institute which is kind of derelict at the mm. so it'd be quite, it's got three floors and it's, got, it's full of cobwebs and, and rubble and, and it's quite spooky at night so I think, mm. it, I think it would make a really good setting for a video yes yeah. yeah. I'm think I'm thinking um, Love Will Tear Us Apart video. Yeah, yeah. That's real funny. That's exactly what I was thinking as well. It's exactly yeah. right, right. Black and exactly white, just right. yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. I've got, I've got a strobe and a projector and stuff, so could make it kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah that sounds brilliant. Yeah, that yeah. sounds wicked. So that's all my plans, really. Yeah, but I'm also excited about this EP, and it's mm. great great to hear all of the tracks from you guys. And, uh, yeah, we've got four really good, strong tracks, so, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Well, well I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to hearing the other tracks in, in full, because I've only heard snippets. Right. So well, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play John's track now. And uh, yeah, so everyone gets a, a good a listen to that. And uh, yeah, we'll be uh, back after ISO by Pink Drone.
<laughs> hopefully, if you talk, hey, oh, hopefully, hey, if we all Madonna, talk, Madonna's it should be coming through. <laughs> Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> How many headphones and microphones you've got? <laughs> Oh. oh, I wish I wish people could actually see this. It's ridiculous. Like, oh, he's, got like, he's got like a headset with a mic around his neck. He's got a headset on and he's got a mic in his face. This is this is amazing. He's got all the gear. Yeah. Talk well, about overproduction. Yeah. Um, I'm just making it more complicated for myself and and everyone else, uh, which is just the way I do everything. Really, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was uh, ISO. Uh, by Pink Drone, aka John Rose, and uh, yeah, really wicked track. Yeah, enjoyed yeah, it a lot. I've, I love that track because I've um, I've had the privilege of actually hearing everything, so it's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was because I was going to ask you, John, right, what your actual like process is, or because like when you're, I know what it's like when you're just kind of doing stuff on your own. You don't have bounce ideas off people and stuff. I just wonder what your kind of like recording processes that's what i was going to ask you but i just obviously i've been listening to the doctor who theme <laughs> okay so, yeah the recording processes me usually just fucking about on a synth coming up with a riff or a bass line on the guitar because i use mm. the guitar as a bass yeah yeah and um yeah, so come up with a basic riff on either the synth or the guitar and then just add things one after the other really and build it up. Mm. I've only got eight tracks to play with, so it's an eight-track eight, eight track machine. So oh. everything's, pretty, everything's pretty simple oh. in, that, in that respect. So it's just really the imagination and coming up with the different different parts of it and building it up. Which is the bit I like. I like the sort of yeah. creativity of working on on my own, mm. and um, yeah, just coming up with different sounds and experimenting with it. So it all comes together pretty quick, which is why it's taken, you know, such a such a fast turnaround since the last album. Well, it's a That's similar good though, thing, isn't it? Because I always think it's like keeping something in, like uh, like this day and age where we can just record stuff quite easily. I think it's really good. Like you get bands like the OCs and stuff where they, they kind of just like knock tunes out and it's almost like a, uh, like a moment in time for people and then they can move on and like they're kind of, you can hear their sound kind of progress quite. Yeah. I, yeah, I, think I, I, I quite like that rather than spending ages and ages and ages and ages on a track. It's kind of like get it to a level, move on, do something else. Yeah. I think it's progressed a little bit from the first DP. Just because I've added more more things, mm. more instruments and, and technology, but it's still pretty crudely recorded. I, I always wanted it to be lo-fi. I can't I can't really stand stand it when people pay big amounts of money and go into a big plush studio. And mm. I think I think you you can lose something doing that. And that that's not what Pink Jones all about. It's it's. You know, I wanted it to sound sort of lo-fi and, and a bit punky. Oh, yeah. 
Right. So, yeah, never... It's definitely got that, hasn't it? It's definitely got that. It reminds me, like, like you say, like the, uh, yeah, the, the 80s lo-fi kind of bands, new wave. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And this is yeah. the fashion with mastering as well at the moment is to, once you've completed a track, make it sound really clean and then put a tape effect over the top of it to give it like wow and flutter <laughs> and slow it down yeah. and, and yeah. kind of bring that kind of lo-fi cohesion that you're just naturally getting right from you know the yeah. the minute you start creating yeah Crazy. it's all it's all recorded in this room in the front nice. room so um yeah it's it's really portable isn't it it's it's easy it's easy to record in this this um environment yeah yeah and it's wicked we're really looking forward to it so uh yeah uh, that was uh, John Rose from Pink Drone and with his track ISO, which is out on uh, Dog With The Bone Records on the new EP. And when is it out? Sorry? When is it out, Stu? It's out on April the 1st. So if you're listening to this podcast, it will be April the 1st, so it will be released. So you can go and buy it right now as you're listening to this. You can go over to Bandcamp. Boom. Four quid. Great surf and EP. <coughs> Supported some local artists. Job done. Hey. Bing bang bosh. Bing bosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we've got uh, Bert and Joe in the room who have also uh, created a track for us, or for, well, for themselves, not for cool. us. We're just very lucky that they've uh, uh, let us uh, put it on the EP as well and it's a really good track uh, so you know which they all are in our opinion because we're amazing and we think so uh, but yeah this one is <laughs> it's called Mud and Flame by no bias on this podcast is that Christ <laughs> there's always bias you know I think you should give up the you know idea about being you know in the centre and uh, you know, well, balance and all that. There's oh. no balance. We think we're ace, otherwise, why would we bother? <laughs> Excellent <laughs> point. Yes, Mr. Producer. <laughs> so, tell us about the track, guys. It. If you don't believe in it, it's not going to work, is it? Well, exactly. Oh, that's true. <clears throat> so, uh, yes, mud, mud and flame. Joe, I, I'm going to, I'm going to hand over to Joe to explain the, uh, the what the track's about because um, it's a bit of a departure from previous Rosebud kind of in maybe in sound you can still tell it's Rosebud but I think it's got a bit a bit of um, a bit of a different kind of feel to it um, but yeah Joe what's it about what's it all about yeah well it's, it's, it's kind of a departure um, but, um, but first and foremost, uh, thank you guys for having us on this lovely, lovely collection. And uh, John, that was lovely. Had, 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 a, had, a, had a whiff of Cabaret Voltaire about it, which I thought was yeah. really quite, quite well, lovely. Yeah. Quite lovely. Yeah, yeah very, very much so. Um, so, yeah, saying nice things and sharing the love. But yeah, um, yeah Mud and Flame. Um, I don't know if it's, 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 it's quite well known in some circles, but there's a. Um, sort of mid-70s television play um, by a bloke called Alan Rudkin um, called Pender's Fen. It's all about... It's, it's set in Pinvin, which is actually... Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Um, set in Pinvin, basically, Pershaw, 
by the train station. Um, and it's all about it's about so many different things like Englishness and place and what's now what's now known as hauntology and and psychogeography and all sorts of shit. Uh, Englishness and 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 the fa- and um, and origin and and co- complexity and all sorts of lovely lovely shit. Uh, anyway, um, and there's a there's a monologue at the end of that, set on the Malvern Hills, where this main character, um, called Stephen, who who actually in the uh, in the play went to Bertie's school, uh, the Royal Grammar in in, in Worcester. And, a grammar uh, school. Yeah, he was a grammar school boy, and there's all and there's all sorts of um, all sorts of bum fun and and homoeroticism in the in the, in it. And there is stack, stack full of it, stack full of it. Bum so fun. yeah, anyway. That's just as I remember it. Absolutely. <laughs> As you know, I also went to grammar school. Thank time you. at school. <laughs> all that rugby puts hair on your chest, and yeah, all that. I'm, you know what it means. Um, yeah. So, um, so, so at the end of the, the end of this meandering and totally hallucinogenic and dreamlike, quite superb piece of television art. Um, there's a there's, there's a monologue. Um, Made by the main character, he realised actually he's not. He's not. There's there's no such thing as purity. There's no such thing as ethnic purity or racial purity. And, and actually, we're all one. We're all a mix. Um, and that we're both mud and flame. Um, and uh, that's where the title came from. And actually, I've been meaning to do it for a long time. And even though it's it's a bit of a departure in terms of vocal style, and it's quite clean and intelligible. And it's probably the least abstract thing we've done which is kind of a departure and kind of that kind of um yeah kind of a kind of a kind of a risk i think um yeah it's um yeah it's it's uh, it's something we've been meaning to do for a long time um and uh yeah the, the end of it actually is is a more or less direct quote of that um that end monologue but uh, yeah the, the the imagery all the way through it it's stuff that's been knocking around for a long time in my head um, lots to do with um, they? um to do with uh, idealist philosophy, that kind of stuff, and and all that kind of crap that I go I go on about when I'm drunk. Um, but uh, but it's but it's it, we love it about the the, the, un, the unity of consciousness and that kind of thing. There's, it's neither one we're neither one thing nor the other. We're both and all that shit. But the the, the, the spark for it, um, and I say the the all the talent and all the fucking beauty of it is all down to Burt's and the music and the and the and that side of it. Um, but the spark for it came from um, some, some of the walks that me and Bert started doing during the um, during this most recent lockdown, and mm. a few moments in, in the in in the in in the woods. It sounds a bit. Sounds a bit... We've had moments, yeah. in the woods, haven't we? <laughs> we had moments. Uh, is this going back to your uh, yeah your royal grammar days? Is it? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, Pass me the ball, Bert. <laughs> the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Yes. So, um, yeah. So this is just I know, sort of sun to the tree, sort of I know the winter sun to the trees. Actually, there's an awful lot of hope in it. Actually, there's an awful lot of um, awful lot of hope and expect hope and, and optimism and positivity because I think there's there is that. And I'm I'm an I'm an optimist. I mean, I suppose. Well, I won't get into, into all the fucking shit behind it, but as a guy called Colin Wilson, it was an a it was an English existential philosopher. Writing about the same time as Sartre and Camus, um, but he was very positive, and he believed that actually that there's there's hope and, and and joy and all sorts, and actually we're not alone. We're actually we are we are all one, um, and uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of hope and expect hope and optimism and and positivity 
and oh. embracing evolution uh, going on in it. Because um, that was on the moment, I think, when things started to kind of part. You know what? This this fucking year of shit and nonsense and bollocks. And in my, for my part, being trapped in the fucking house doing 75-hour weeks at work, oh. it's going to fucking end. And we're going to be, be released again. We're going to be able to have hugs and cuddles with friends and get drunk and do stupid things. Yes. Um, so in the woods. about that moment. In the woods. In the woods. <laughs> you know, walking in the woods. With the balls. Cuddling, cuddling and, and yes. And yes. yeah, having, having moments in the woods. Um, but it, it's also stuff, stuff full, of, um, full of psychogeographic shit about Worcester. I mean, and and it's, it's always a bit of a grab bag of um, fucking symbolist references. There's William Blake in there and there's, there's Ted Hughes and there's all sorts of shit that I like. So it's, yeah, but as I say, it's one of the most obvious things we've done, one of the most clean things we've done. Departure, it's a risk. But mainly, and almost entirely because of, because of the fucking work that Bert's done on it, the fucking Vangelis-like fucking symphonic beauty what Bert's has done, I'm really fucking proud of it. Right, and it's a real should, departure. Yeah. Yeah, you should. It's really good. Uh, shall we play the track before? Uh, I'm going to yeah. interrupt Bert, being uh, that kind of person, and uh, that I am, and play the track now, and then we'll get into the synthy side of things with Bert after. Okay. Cool. Lovely. Sound. Right. Vision has come fully formed, brought on the broad back of a crow, and the broken boards of those that wouldn't seat and upheave burn resin red on the hill. A turning point has come, the miasma breaks like the golden dawn seen through bare trees, set vein-like against the violet of the westering sky. Parallax view of the end of all things and all that lies along the arrow straight and fiery path, revealed as to the newborn biped on the primordial savannah. It is a beauty that is an agony and an ecstasy to behold. The truth that we are many, that we contain multitudes, and that what you assume so shall I. The unity and separation, the beauty of the moment, beyond language and beyond good and mere evil. And I saw a face in the clouds, and I saw shadows gather in the trees, the shades, the fear the light, that must be one or the other, a false binary draped in cross. Original error burrowed deep into the damp red earth of somnolent insects, sheltering in the mud and the fungi sterling roots. 
they stood on the shores of the world ocean. The salt spray cries of gulls carried far upstream and the river in full spate. The offing was both dark and lightning. An eternity and an instant barely received. And I saw a universe in a grey triassic sand. I saw the face of the sky and I smiled. The ends revealed, like sunlight among the sandstone cliffs, like dream lines tracing the power cables from sacred site to sacred site. The revelation that it is not one nor the other, but both. A net of memory and consciousness, divided and unified. Set beyond the construct of linear time, both real and unreal, but yet not either. And I saw the spiral, self-consumed motion of history, presentation, motive force, spread out like a far green country seen through trees or viewed from a hill. For we are the stone of the drenched uplands and we are the soil of the plain of blood. And we are the stuff of a nuclear furnace. And if we are not both, and if we are not all, we are none. We are but a running blade in the plane. Angels and demons and copy-coloured mumbles all. We shall rise. We shall rise. For I have nothing pure. mother and sick father. They would have us in the cradle forever. They would have us children forever.
and we shall rest easy. Be secret, child be strange, dark, true, impure and dissonant. Cherish our flame, our dawn shall come. Um, get some sort of melody and euphoria mm. in there, but still like have a bit of a melancholic edge to it because mm. that's yeah. kind of that's kind of like where we're at. Those yeah. words. That's that's what we've been. You know, that's that's what the last year has been for a, a lot of people. It's been tinged with a lot of sadness and tragedy, but there's also you know hope you, you are like joe said you've got to have you've got to have the hope in there um and the aspiration and the, the kind of the notion that you you know things are going to move forward otherwise everyone's just going to you know it's, it's just going to break <laughs> apart you know society is going to collapse um even more um but yeah yeah that's why that's why it's Good that we're all making music, and you know, you, you really need music in these times, don't you? Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely a way of it's, it's an outlet, isn't it? Like a lot of people paint and do other things, but yeah, it's my outlet anyway. That that that's it's kind of yeah. 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 Well, we talked about um, we we're about to start writing the the next Rosebud album. Well, the an album. Uh, of which Mud and Flame will be will feature on it, um, possibly re-recorded. I'm not sure yet. Um, but yeah, we've got. I think we've got five or six, well, probably about four or five tracks actually that are, are ready yeah. to go on there. Um, but I'm just going to revisit them. And, uh, yeah, because like, I think because I think it like your sound has kind of progressed, hasn't it? It's definitely yeah. Rosebud. I don't want to use the word cleaner because cleaner always, uh, it's not cleaner, but it, it, it definitely has a bit more of a, like, like, like you said, like the melodies are a little bit more standout-ish maybe. And it's not like just Joe's vocals not being through massive distortion delay or whatever you use, but mm. yeah, it just sounds a little bit more, um, I think it's a I bit think, more to it really. That's yeah. I think, I think there was, a, uh, decision to sort of make the make the vocals more kind of like punctuated with the music mm. uh, a, a lot of like like you know when we've when we played live it there's quite a lot of uh improvisate well it's mostly improvisation so yeah i think i think once you kind of like start listening to the vocals with the music mind you can start seeing like where you know where the vocal rests are and how it how it works because it's you know essentially telling a, telling a story you know like the vocal delivery is very kind of like uh, it's like a narrative so um yeah although i think i think like when we when we record when we do new tracks there's still going to be 
some proper full-on abrasive stuff. Um, yeah, well, I, don't, I was going to say, I don't think you should get rid of that. I'm not saying oh, you get no, rid no. of it, but it, I think that it kind of captures your, it captures your live show, doesn't it? It's just like that. Yeah. It's almost like get, a, a wall of sound in just noise. It's going to like, get more brutal. Excellent. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I prefer, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's going to oh. be... Uh, Bum, bum wiping in audio fashion. That's when, that's when Joe walks in with the rugby ball. It's like, oh God, what's going on? Yeah. Days of you. Yes, that. Um, yeah, as, as exactly as Bert says. All of that and all that and more. But the um, yeah, the the the, um, the album that we've been talking about for ages. There's gonna be a few ones that we've been playing for for years. And some of them absolutely, some of them will be absolutely filthy. Um, and even filthier than, than, than previously. But I think it's, it's the light and the shade, isn't it, Bert? So yeah. to be on to go, go from that kind of that track we just did with Mud and Flame, which is quite, it's right to be clean and quite melodic. It's intelligible. Um, mm. To the, the the howling primal just noise and just and collapse and wailing and stuff like um, like Sheba's Needle that we used to play live a lot, where I just, I just mm. call around howling and squealing about Leamington Spa. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't get rid of that one. No, anyway, anyway, enough, enough, enough. Time for the people, yeah. but um, yeah, um, so what you said, Bert. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking, I'm very much looking forward to the, the EP, uh, coming out to you know, have to have a physical copy, uh, in my hands because there's, there's, there's uh, some artwork with it, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, so we've got artwork for from from everybody, uh, mm. which uh, we've we've had printed. Uh, lovely guys at Rich Print Worcester. Um, oh. and, yeah, well, you've got to give them a little bit of credit, haven't you? They, uh, yeah. Good lads. Anyway, uh, yeah. So there's four four uh, images in there for each of the tracks. The the one I've done for me is just um, yeah, just a bit of a quick one. Oh, I will. All right, the football is on. So it's England versus Poland. Who's won? Yeah, well, I've, I've put it on Jeanette's computer so I can carry on talking to you guys. Yeah, you might want to turn, turn the sound yeah. down a little bit. Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, we'll be able to tell when England scores because John's going to fall off his chair. Yeah, I, I do like football. That's uh, it's a bit of a weakness. It's not a weakness. Strength. We've all got weaknesses. Um, yeah. So we've got, and they're they're really nicely printed, and uh, yeah. So that that gets included with the CD, uh, which is hand stamped in a lovely recycled cardboard wallet, also hand stamped. And uh, I'll drop Bert's around to him a bit later because he's only really nice. The <laughs> yeah. Well, whenever, whenever it's. Uh... Just chuck yeah, you know, just uh frisbee it if you want. I was gonna say from the top of the hill, just Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, that'd be a good promo video. Shooter steps out and just throws it and then Bert catches it. Yeah, in my teeth. Yeah. You have to do Smashes this. it in an old C D player. It's like a frisbee <laughs> game. Bert, you have to did, do this. How how did your how did your process work recording that track? Uh well <laughs> Go on. The it it's a it's like a 
basically like a collage of just little little melodies and kind of sounds that I kind of came up with. It's again, it's it's a bit of a mix of of using like um, a kind of DAW, but, but through like iOS, like a, an iOS based thing, uh, which I've been using um, for well ever since Rosebud started, really. Um, and yeah, just coming up with, I think like a beat first, which was I wanted, I wanted something that was very kind of slow and ritualistic and yeah. not not complicated in in any way, almost something that you know could be. Uh, well, we sort of talked about the Wicker Man, um, the sort of like the end scene yeah. of the Wicker Man, very tribal kind of. Yeah, yeah, or, um, or or something like you know, and like Morris dancing and that kind of you know the, the sort mm. of folk, folklore and and those kind of uh, those elements, which I think like fitted the 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 kind of idea of the track. So yeah, it was just coming up with a beat and then. Um, just thinking well i want some you know i want to have some drones some some drone sounds but then it, the kind of melodies happen by accident really because i've i sort of like created um a lot of like synth sounds by combining uh various uh synths uh synth apps actually um mm. and yeah layering them up really to to create different sort of subtleties and you and sort of start getting like harmonics and also slightly a trick that i um kind of learned was coming up with slightly different tune like uh, tunings and keys for, yeah. for when you um because you get some like really weird some of it sometimes it's a bit trial and error sometimes it just doesn't work at all and it sounds like an absolute mess but then sometimes you get these really nice kind of like harmonics almost or, or like you just start hearing a note that wasn't there because of the combination. So it builds up and builds up and builds up. Yeah. 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 So, some, some of my sounds are accidental. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of ac um, accidental. Uh, it's, I mean, Rosebud's always been like the, <laughs> We've always been like sort of flying by the feet of our pants, much um, down to like when we play live because we never practice, never, never. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like it though. That's the thing though. When 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 <clears throat> when you're actually listening to it live, it doesn't sound like you're um, flying by the seat of your pants. Not at all. It doesn't, doesn't come across like that at all. <clears throat> well, there's a lot of near misses. Let's put it that way. When when I'm playing live. There's a lot of like I'll be like oh shit you know but no one it doesn't really matter because it's just put loads of delay on it it doesn't matter it's improvised it, there's yeah. you know, probably ninety ninety five percent is improvised anyway mm. um, with rough rough ideas of structures and stuff and sounds that exist that are in in various banks um, yeah. so yeah I think like the recording the recording process. Uh, this time, I kind of, I actually put the the track together using Audacity. This time, yeah. um, because I wanted just just to see, it was a little bit. I needed to have a little bit more control over it, and I wanted to actually visually see where where I was going with the track as well. 
So, yeah. It's, do, you um, audacity, do you use audacity to put the vocals on as well? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. like, the vocals were basically done through the, through uh, Joe's phone. He just Literally. did a... Sent me, <laughs> yeah, sent me a, sent me a voice recording. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I kind of, like, cleaned it up a bit. And, um, yeah, it's all... It's done, like... just so, It's very bitty and very sort of, like, lo-fi, but done with kind of modern technology you know it's like you know um it's just cobbled together <laughs> I mean, it doesn't come across like that at all though when you hear the tune it doesn't sound like that so it's like when, when, when you're saying these things it's actually quite refreshing yeah because these are kind of the techniques that i use as well and student yeah, yeah. uses and so it's yeah. quite refreshing because um, they're professionals and they know what they're doing luke yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Experience. Blind self-confidence. So point yeah. hope and believe in yourself. But as, as Bert says, the, I probably shouldn't say this, but the, the vocals were recorded, I think it might even have been a WhatsApp voice message. Well, there you go. I, I did, it, did it. I did it. Knelt down over there in my lap. In my lap <laughs> after, after my kids' room, after my kids' room, Ben. Um, into my phone. You because... it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. yeah, adds something to the ritualistic kind of feel the whole thing. And um, yeah. when we recorded our our EP, the first thing that we recorded, um, we recorded it with Zach from uh, who was in a Werewolf. He was the drummer in a Werewolf, and we recorded it in his bedroom live, uh, just going into Logic. And Joe had his head, you had your head in a sports bag, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> like with a mic, with a mic going into the sports bag. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. Totally unplanned. It was like one of those big, big like head bags or something like that. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I've forgotten about that, but yeah. Actually. Yeah. You were like, lay on the floor. He's like, lay, don't do that. I haven't washed that yet. Shit. Yeah. All added to it. I reckon yeah. it was full of, like, Zach's dirty gym clothes. And then you would like... <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. All added to it. But, yeah. And, but the, you get, you get a natural get, get a natural echo and natural The, the Beatles probably did shit like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, exactly. Yeah. Putting the, the microphone in the toilet or getting um getting bloody John Bonham in the, in the stairwell at um, whatever that manor was. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> like that kind of seg, that kind of link between our, our sort of amateurish, um, completely made up as you go along efforts with uh, one of the greatest bloody uh, uh, yeah, rhythm tracks ever laid down in yeah. history. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's all found. It's all we just we just play what you play what's in front of us, don't you, Bert? But well, you don't because you're just talented. Um, I just kind of I make it up. and jealous, like. I won't say that. Vangelis, really good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good. Anyway, um, so yeah. just to move things on a little bit, let's uh, yeah. let's get into Luke's tune. So um, yes, yes. Luke's new musical project is singular, uh, and he's got a few things cooking. So there might be some other releases under different kind of project names in the future. But possibly, I've possibly. got a couple. Yeah. But in the in the short term, you're you're focusing on the singular project, and you've got an EP coming out uh, on the first of May. That's the plan. Oh. That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, tell us about singular. 
Singular. Uh, well, okay. So Singular was born during lockdown, having to do stuff like on my own, basically. Um, so it involves, yeah, I don't get any input from anybody else. And it's just, it's purely done through Ableton and um, basically samples. So the idea with Singular is that it's all sample based samples that I've created and I just manipulate them so much to try and create these crazy sounds and then try and knit them all together to create, yeah, like kind of ambient stuff and then try and put a beat over it essentially and try and arrange it in a certain type of way. Does the beat, That's, come, does the beat come at the end then? It can do. I've, a couple of the tracks that I've done, uh, I've, put the beats on afterwards because I a couple of the tracks that I've done I don't actually like beat heavy music if that makes any sense yeah. so I like to come up with uh just noises that I think you can actually you can actually get beats out of so if you if you manipulate uh samples that much say like it's a guitar sample or um like a synth sample and you stretch it so much you, you can start picking beats out in it already yeah. so then it's just trying to it like kind of emphasizing those beats over the top and you get like a natural rhythm Ooh. over the top of it so that's some so, something that i'll do where i'll just sit in front of the tv and i've got i don't know hundreds of samples and i'll just sit there and i'll just with my headphones on just stretch things reverse them change the pitch of them, put loads of reverb, put loads of distortion on it, whatever, and just create a nice layer um, over the top. And then I'll start putting beats over the top, or I've started with beats before. So um, I've used the Korg Simple or Sampler, sorry, to create beats. I've done it that way. Um, it's a bit like yourself, John, where I just sit there and I'll just come up with something and I'll like it and I'll just sit there for three or four hours just kind of jamming over the top of stuff and then just keep yours, recording it and yours sounds a little bit more technical though because you're you're actually finding all the samples aren't you and knitting them together and essentially yeah yeah it's complicated to me it, i don't think it's complicated at all but that's just the process of just you know it'd be like a, i don't know if i've got like loads of guitar samples that i've recorded over the years i'll just just sit in ableton and just drag them out reverse them to, until it sounds something a bit abnormal and then there's yeah. certain tricks that i use so with like atari parts i'll i'll you you can you can change the pitch or something but if you change the pitch by 12 octaves you know that it's still in tune and you can detune stuff and then when you stretch things as long as you stretch it within within uh like a half or a quarter it'll always be in time with one another so you, and a bit like what Bert was saying sometimes you'll sit there for like an hour and mess around with stuff by the end of it you listen back to it and you're like what the hell is that it's just noise but sometimes it actually works yeah um and what I found as well is when you when you start putting things like uh, I, I put a lot of reverb and the delay on things. Eventually, after a while, you'll start like like Bert was saying, you start hearing notes that wasn't there before, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. So it's trying to use it that way, but it's just the process really of of 
that, 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 that's the singular process anyway. That's just like using samples and seeing what I can do. I like the idea of being able to uh, just work on my laptop f for singular stuff. So it's just purely that's what that is. It's like, like Stu was saying, I've got some other projects I'm working on where I'm actually using physical um, synths and mixture of plugins and stuff but you don't get that you don't get the same kind of sound so um doesn't kind of warrant that but well let's yeah. uh, let's, kind of... let's cut in i'm gonna cut in again because I'm, I'm rude like that and we're gonna uh, basically play play your track now which is uh let us not forget and then we'll come back after this
Okay, so that was uh, Let's Not Forget <laughs> by Singular. Um, so, oh. yeah, uh, that was, uh, yeah, very quick. Um, so, yeah, Blink and you Blink miss it. Miss it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a, a good track. And, yeah, so that's... That sounded, that sounded amazingly. It, do, it does. Oh, yeah. John. <laughs> I mentioned it, when we were chatting the other night, I mentioned um, it reminds me of Kieran Hebden mm. and mm. the like, quartet sound. Um, yeah, that, 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 I'll take that as a compliment, Bert, because it's, uh, yeah, I was listening to a lot of Kieran Hebden at the time. I was actually watching a lot of uh, Kieran Hebden videos on how we produce this stuff. So I yeah. think it's kind of come from that kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, these kind of techniques and how how he produces stuff. Um, I don't know who he is. Uh, for, you know Fortet? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's him. That's him, is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got a bit of a lemon jelly feel to it as well. Some of the some of the stuff. Yeah, that, the I mean, I've, I've, heard, sounds, I've yeah. heard stuff that's coming, which you guys haven't heard yet. You see, so I, I got like, ah, oh, there's a bit more. I don't know. Just although it is that Kieran Hebden thing, there's a little bit of kind of humour in there, which maybe K Kieran Hebden doesn't quite have, which gives it that sort of yeah. lemon jelly vibe. I think, but I don't I think I'll take lemon jelly. Yeah, lemon jelly yeah. is is a good. Uh, good comparison yeah like yeah because i've always liked that kind of uh i like that sound anyway i quite i quite like uh i don't know why but anytime i try and do any melodies or anything like that it always sounds a little bit poppy i don't know why yeah. but but i quite i quite enjoy playing that kind of stuff so yeah. when i listen to it back i'm like oh, i wish it was a bit more grittier but when i'm actually playing it i actually quite enjoy it and that, i think when you when you enjoy playing something it's it, Sounds better, doesn't it? Then, oh, yeah. I mean, that, and that's pr the primary primary reason for doing it, isn't it? It's like enjoy exactly, and uh, yeah, you got to lo love what you do. All instrumental, or you got vocals on it? Uh, so, what I do with my vocals again? So, I'll take vocal samples and I will manipulate the vocals so much that they pretty much sound like chipmunks. I think that's fair to say in it's stupid yeah, <laughs> where yeah. I just like stretch things what I'm what I was trying to do with it was actually try and place it in certain ways to to uh to get some sort of rhythm um which Ooh. I think Kieran Hebden does very well and it's it sounds easy but it's really difficult um I'm not quite yet there with it yet with the singular stuff but I quite like it it, it's, it I kind of like the way it kind of comes in and stuff. It's a bit random. It definitely what are, the, and I like the, what are your other right? influences? Uh, Kieran, well, like you say, Kieran, like Kieran Hebden's, Tom York. Yeah, for, for, for the singular stuff. Yeah, it's, it's all that kind of like um, electronic uh, pop stuff. So they've like both those have come from proper bands haven't they like like sorry when i say proper bands like instrumental bands so and they kind of like come yeah. from mixing stuff up it's not it's not pure electronica um yeah, mm. yeah. No, did you like dj shadow 
things like that. I love GJ Shadow, yeah, and, and Uncle and all that kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. And it, it, that, that, that's the kind of stuff I, I like recording as well with, like a bass and a guitar and synths and stuff. Um, yeah. But that's not what, what kind of singular is. It's kind of, yeah, like I say, it's all just samples, which I've been trying to work out over the last couple of weeks how or if I even want to play it live, but even if I was asked to do it live, how I would do it. I don't think you can really do it because it would just be a bit boring, really. Hence the reason why doing other kind of things, other little projects to try and do, because that, essentially that's what I want to do, is being able to do stuff live eventually. Yeah. Which I don't think you would do that. I wouldn't be able to do singular live, I don't think. Right. Well, so it'd well, be like, come up with something else to, to do over well, the top of that. Cool. Well, yeah. we're coming up on the hour now. Uh, we're going to try and keep this one to an hour. So a bit of a, like, uh, not not the usual two hours of me and Luke rabbiting on and boring everybody. Talking crap. Talking crap <laughs> and whatnot. You'll be, to, you'll be able to cut a load of what Joe said out. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep that in. That was we'll gold dust. In. Yeah, gold, mate. Gold. Yeah, it's gold. Stu, can you tell us about your track? Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna go out on my track. Uh, I'm not gonna go into it in too much detail because obviously we've done a lot of promotion in, uh, recently for my album, which is also on Bandcamp under Dog with the Bone Records, Old Dog. Uh, this track didn't go on that album, but it's kind of quite different, and uh, it follows on from what Luke was saying a little bit because when he started experimenting with these things, I sort of was listening to that quite a bit and thought to myself, well, you know, I'll give this a crack, see if I can get this thing going on. And I was really into uh, tongue drums or tong drums, you know, and you get that nice woo sort of sound when you bang them or whatever. Yeah. So I was trying to find something with that, which I did. I found a, a tongue drum sample set, and I start, but I started glitching it and speeding it up <laughs> and using like a random thing uh, to, to generate the melodic notes and i kind of just built on it from there really so it's uh yeah a little bit a little bit melodic and a little bit uh more chilled than stuff that was was on my album so a nice nice refreshing change uh i think from my previous right. stuff and yeah worth with somebody spending some extra money if they have just bought my album they shouldn't feel put off from from buying it. <laughs> you know if they're like oh i've had enough of stew i really have then actually you might think you might think it was Luke, you know. Or well it's going in the right it's going in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Are you, so, yeah, are you Stu Stu, are you are you planning or at some point when things are more normal, do you think that you'd be able to play live? Uh, yeah, well, I'm hoping so. I've worked. Out, I've been working very hard recently on setting it up so that I can actually broadcast uh, live sets from here, uh, which is nice. which. Hopefully, I'm going to do in the next couple of weeks, and then from that, that will have allowed me to to kind of build build up a live setup to to do those those kind of things. Like if if yeah. it ever comes to it out out and about. Uh, but I'm also cool. going to try and get things with the with the videoing, uh, video broadcasting, get into these sort of electronic music open mic nights and things like that if I can. Uh, cool. Obviously, these videos, you won't see my face. You'll just see a nice close-up of my synths and me twiddling the knobs. Me twiddling the knobs. <laughs> get on that cutoff and give it a wiggle. Uh, <laughs> say, say again. Sorry, John. 
close up of your, your equipment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Close, close up on my equipment. Uh, yeah. Warts and all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I'd quite like to do a, a video um, a video performance. Yeah, I think, I think we can get Rosebud in the garden pretty easily. Once once you know how, it's a very simple setup if you've got two laptops. Yeah. So. I'm thinking like GoPro, get Joe uh, to uh, attach a GoPro to him yes. and send him on send him on a crawling mission <laughs> around Bronxwood. yeah no that that has potential gun bowling down a hill yes. <laughs> she's rolling we definitely will yeah. see that well I'm game for that yeah absolutely cool, cool. well uh, just, just to wrap up then uh yeah, we're going to finish off with my track to play us out. But uh, I just want to say thanks to uh, Joe Burr and John and Luke uh, for joining us and also for sharing their tracks with Dog With The Bone Records. And yeah, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks for all ours. And thank you. And thank you for all your efforts uh, to actually put out a put out a nice record um, and giving us the you know opportunity to be on it. Cheers. Oh, uh, cheers. Mm -hmm. So, so when it's re when it's uh, released, we will we'll uh, push it on on our social media. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Uh, direct direct as much as, as possible. Yeah, yeah. Buy it. Buy the fucking thing. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you've listened to this, go go stick your hand in your pocket and uh, you know buy it, and we'll send you a nice shiny brand new hand stamped CD with really high res excellent artwork. So yeah, yeah, for for five four quid, what what more could you ask? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bargain. so Bargain. thanks guys for tuning in, and uh, thanks again thanks, to uh, you guys for joining us this evening as well. Cheers, nice guys! Nice Cheers, guys! See you all again Absolute soon. complete pleasure. See you yeah. soon. Cheers. Bye. Take care. Cheers. Love you. Bye. <laughs> A slip of the tongue may mean the difference between victory and defeat. Thank you.
between victory and defeat. 